listening to the I'll Make You Pancakes podcast, where hospitality comes with hotcakes, with your host, Kenesha Fisher. So good day to you, Short Stack Stallions. Glad to have you in the building if you're listening. You have tuned in to the I'll Make You Pancakes podcast, and I'm just glad to have you all listening today. We have a phenomenal guest. Um, she came over, devoured some pancakes, brought a ridiculously cute baby with her who's sitting here staring at me because he has absolute FOMO. He's not trying to have any of this sleep foolishness, but I'll wear him down. That's what I do. So Jenna Mathis, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Came in, brought me some really amazing topics. I look forward to diving into them with you. So first, first and foremost, we have to do a, um, make sure that you rate your breakfast. So we rate by pats of butter. So one pat of butter means that um, you're genuinely concerned about this spreading to your breast milk and your child never wanting to eat anything that you eat. Five pats of butter means that 100% these are the best pancakes you've ever had. And if you could, you would open a restaurant for me and start a franchise. What are your thoughts? It's a five. Besides (laughs) the fact that it was hot when I was able to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Having an eight week old will definitely make you appreciate food that's not cold or you know, right. and you're not scarfing it down real quick. Like, oh no, minute to win it. <laughs> Glad I could help you out, friend. <laughs> well, again, thanks for stopping by, saying what's up. We're gonna dive right into it. Your first topic, being a new mom, like I said, you do have an eight-week-old, ridiculously cute baby DJ. Uh, he's just a great-looking kid. He's over here just doing the best he can, side-eyeing with the best of them. Mm-hmm. But you brought me the topic of mom guilt which we've heard that in the media. We know that a lot of people have a lot of things to say about what moms should do, shouldn't do, how they should do it, what color it should be, and you know how often. What is your take on mom guilt just now in the game of momhood? Um, well, like I was telling you earlier, it really feels like being Alice in Wonderland. You don't get any cake, but you're constantly falling down this hole <laughs> wondering when you're gonna stop. And That's then you hallucinate and you're like, is the kid crying? Am I crying? What's happening? What day is it? Yeah. Is this the same shirt from yesterday? Yeah. Like, who Why even knows? What's that smell? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's in me. Eh. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm like, this is a Walmart day. Can't go to Target. If all, if like six months ago you could talk to you today, she'd probably be like, are you okay? Do yeah. you need to go to Our Lady Peace? Like old you would think you're clearly insane. Especially because I didn't want kids starting out. And then I was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. And then now he's here and I'm like huh okay i don't have a receipt for this or nothing like what's the what's the 90 day buyback period is there right. like you get like a 10 percent you know reshelving fee mm-hmm. and like, it doesn't help that we keep getting the bill for discharge i'm like you charged me to leave the hospital charge me so that i wouldn't be there yeah to get any more charges mm-hmm. that makes absolutely no I'm sense like, because is this my receipt because i will come back at 4 a.m and be like here here you go <laughs> This is what I discharged. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm out, but you're not. You're not going to keep charging me over and over again for it. That's hilarious. But, you know, you don't think about things like that. From the down to the pennies, kids just cost the most money. Mm-hmm. And I never, having baby Kenny, and you know, I was dirt poor. I was 22 years old, had this whole baby. He came out. He was immediately expensive. Like, everything about him was expensive. He's the worst date I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So, with, you know, mom guilt, you have the thought process behind the standards. So one of some of the things that have really, I won't say caught you off guard, because I'm pretty sure, you know, with having a sibling who has kids, you've heard a lot of them, but what are some things that people have either said and maybe didn't even know how far that can knock you off your foundation of being a mom? Um, well, the crazy thing I got asked a lot was like, when am I gonna have the next kid? And I'm like, well, first of all, can I have the first one? And then even He's once in he my was body. here- He's in my body. And he was a few weeks old, they're like, so when's your next one? I'm like look, I've done good with three weeks of him being alive. Let, let's just, 
and it's just crazy like no one lets you enjoy being in the moment and figuring things out before you already have to plan for the next life and I'm like what is that like what is the what is such the desire to have another kid what like you said they don't let you be in the moment you don't Mm -hmm. even get to enjoy this one before you have to think about the next one yeah and we're just seeing other people where they're like yeah my kid's six weeks old and I'm already pregnant I'm like excuse me Mm. what well you know there's there's rules about that I think yeah I'm pretty sure yeah and I was just like guess you missed that part but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just I just want to enjoy him for him learn about him him learn about me and then down the road let's maybe add another sibling but it's like I definitely don't want him to be in the world by himself mm-hmm. but he can have the spotlight for a year year and a half maybe two yeah what because like being pregnant is already awful yeah. for me let me speak for myself I was I was super sick I was constantly in pain you know with the twins they did a number on me I don't want to be sick in pain barely making it wanting to be asleep and mm-hmm. have like a six-month-old yeah that sounds awful so I don't understand where that standard comes from that you now here I will say this there is a very good possibility that anyone who is actively having children and they're planning for them they probably have a general idea of how far apart they want their kids to be spaced not only is that none of your business but maybe they're not sure maybe Mm -hmm. the baby got here and it changed but I'm pretty sure they've thought that out they don't need your help with thinking that through right and like for us, we chose not to have him on Facebook too much. And so then people are already asking questions like, oh, well, something wrong with him? You didn't put him on Facebook. What? Or, you know, we're just enjoying him. Like, he doesn't need to be in front of the camera 24-7 and things like that to the point where we saw a family member last week and she was like, oh, you know, it's kind of early for you guys to have kids. I'm like, we're going on our fifth year of marriage. And she was like, wow. oh, but aren't you young? And I'm like, and I'm 30. She was like, oh. Well, you know, Facebook and all. I'm like, yeah, Facebook and all. I'm like, we're doing our thing. We're enjoying it. We're living in the moment. Social media really didn't exist to the degree that it does now when I had kids. So I don't know that lifestyle. I respect people. You know, I always ask people when I take their pictures, do do you want me to post Mm -hmm. a sneak peek on Facebook? Because some people don't want their child exposed. Once your child's image is on the internet, it is everywhere. Right. There's no way to take it down. There's no way to change that. And a lot of people yeah. don't understand the the severity mm-hmm. of making that decision. It's fine if that's for you, but if other people choose not to, so be it. And it happens a lot because my sister, she loves putting stuff on social media and that's just her. And I yeah. enjoy seeing it even though I'm in the house and get to see them too. Mm-hmm. But you know, when the memories come around, I'm like, oh, that was so cute from a year ago and whatnot. But there's been several places that we have both gone, like doctor's offices and things like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, your niece and nephew are so cute. Or let me get on Facebook and pull up this picture that she posted that was so cute. And I'm like, That's I creepy. can't go anywhere. And like they're admiring our family. And I love it because they love on my family. But it's still kind of like, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, and I, I will speak from personal experience. Twins are, a, it's a traveling show. Mm-hmm. So you don't as much as you would like I think that your sister's kind of embraced it and been like okay everybody wants to see here you go and she does a great job of kind of you know cataloging her children's lives and I love to watch it as well but I do know the feeling of just wanting to go get milk and bread and a couple of things from the grocery store and you can't get anywhere oh my gosh are they twins no they're just the same size I just keep my children in little boxes so they don't grow oh my gosh are they triplets no the bigger one is older he can speak it's a thing and she's you know she's we genuinely have polar lives you know uh, parallel lifestyles she's doing exactly what I did just a few years later and it was so frustrating to just not get a minute Mm -hmm. so I can only imagine social media somebody follows a friend of yours who saw your kids online and they're like oh my gosh those are those twins from no no you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go away Mm -hmm. and then you're just you're a sister and you're getting that yeah 
Oh Definitely. my gosh. Like went to see the midwife and like one of the nurses was like, oh yeah, this picture, the twins are really cute in that outfit. And I'm like, yeah. yikes. I'm like, and they are, they're, they're super cute. And like, they love on DJ and that breaks my heart thinking about having to leave. Yeah. Um, and they always check on him when I come in the house. Like, yes, I came in the house with an empty basket. Like, yes, he's in there. Like he's in there. <laughs> I need to make sure that you have your baby. Yeah. Thanks. Aunt Jenna. <laughs> so all that, but it's just like how many people are like dependent on seeing her photos every day. Like what, what are they going to do today? I'm like, they're going to live another day. They're going to be another cute outfit. Like, yeah, just like any other kids. That's, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so you have the the establishment of people saying, "When are you going to have another kid? Why can't I see pictures? Of you? Why don't I have access to your life twenty four hours mm-hmm. a day?" Uh, I know for me, one thing that was always super bothersome was these this whole breast milk versus formula yes. situation. I was extremely fortunate enough to be able to do what I had planned to do, which was to exclusively breastfeed all three of my kids. I made enough to where I probably could have you know, fed another kid on top of them. That's not everybody's story. And to have the availability to be there to feed your child when you're a working woman or you just, you've just got a lot of changes. How has that played out for you? Um, well, I wanted to be exclusive, but with him not getting weight like he was supposed to, we did formula and we're still doing it, but I'm kind of backed off because I've made so much milk that I'm like, you can supplement with milk. And I think you should nice. supplement with breast milk all the time. Like it shouldn't have to be and a can, but you know, you do what you can with what you have. That's fine. Um, but it's just like, I feel like you can get judged for that. Like, why are you only breastfeeding or why are you breastfeeding and doing formula or why are you doing formula? And for instance, last night at the restaurant, I did breastfeed at the table. I had my cover, so it's not like free show for everybody. But, but even people, if you didn't, yeah, it's I'm like, just feeding a baby. Right. right. And so there's like a guy that keeps looking over and then I switch and I give the bottle and then they look again like, why are you giving? I'm like, let me feed my kid how I want. Like, I'm not judging you for feeding your kid noodles with butter, pasta, with pasta for the fourth time this week. So mm-hmm. let's just pass on that. So it's that where it's just kind of like, what's wrong with the way I'm doing it? Like, it works. The doctor's okay with it. He's growing. Cool. Apparently, in the news, some woman was breastfeeding her baby. Some lady walked up on her and was like, "You should definitely have a cover." She squirted milk at her. New <laughs> hero. New <laughs> hero. I feel like if you gonna if you want to know about it, you can get up close and personal real quick. Mm, I mean, just go to the Highlands. There's <laughs> hey, been, there's nipples everywhere. Yeah, there's been a couple instances. Like one lady was just breastfeeding us. She was walking down the street with a carrier, and I'm yeah. like, "That's G status," because I'm like, I can barely walk through the house and hold him, pick things up, and you're just cruising down the street walking. <laughs> feeding a whole baby right it is you you get there you get there and you're like okay this this is what's gonna be for me it was a moment i was in the mall i was returning something that somebody had bought that he didn't need yet again um he's maybe right right around around two months old and he started he starts to make the noise that tells you you've got like five minutes yeah the minute to win it noise and i'm like just listen my boobs hear him and they're like and i'm like listen guys everybody just take a minute i just got to get through this line Mm -hmm. the lady's taking forever i just want to return this stuff finally i return it we get out into the hallway my baby is losing his stripes in his car seat like losing his ever-loving stripes he's looking at me like you traitor why i'm starving my navel's touching my spine and the more i walked trying to get to my car the more i panicked and the bad the worse i felt because I'm like, my kid needs to eat. Mm-hmm. And as I turned the corner, like it was either go out, make it through another store, get to the car, get him unloaded, or sit right here on this bench and feed him. I just made an executive decision. I sat down, I took a blanket, halfway threw it over my shoulder, because at this point he's flailing like a wet fish. Throw him on, he sits there and nurses, and I just sit there and I realize this is not that bad. Yeah. But it was a revelation for me to realize I shouldn't be 
trying to get to my car to feed my kid when mm-hmm. he just needs to eat. It's just yeah. too much pressure. It's way too much pressure. I mean, it happened to me at Target. And you know that I stay at Target. So I was like, no, no, no. You can't be losing it in the middle of Target. Like, this is the happiest place in Louisville. Hands like, down. Hands down. Yeah. So we're going it's through. the Disney like, of Louisville. It is. Yeah. It really is. And so, like, I'm looking at clothes for him. And I'm like, I'm doing these things for you. And you're losing it. Like, I don't understand what's happening <laughs> You're so here. disrespectful. Right. And then on top of that, he decided to have a major dump. And I'm like why like why right now of all the times and like no joke three older ladies stopped me and they're like your kid's crying thank oh. you oh thanks for that thanks. appreciate like, it i didn't notice Would have never figured that out yeah and so i'm like panicking sweats building up on my face i'm like i have to either get out of the store find somewhere to nurse i have to somewhere and like all this judgment like one lady literally stopped and just watched me and she was like are you gonna do something about that no i'm oh, not my i'm just gonna let him cry like, what would you like me to do? Because if I whip my boob out right here, you're probably going to be like, should you be doing this right here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can get some too. What are you going to do? What are yeah. you going to do? But the J-Town Target has a nursing room and the fitting room. It's quite nice. That's kind of fancy. Yes. Like, brown little plush seat. The lighting's all dimmed. So, and you can charge your phone while you're in there. I'm like, this is very nice. I kind of like this. I just need to go get my popcorn, my drink from Starbucks. Now just you can pop just... your phone up on Netflix? Yeah. Just mm. hang out in here. This is genius. Yes. I'm I tried to use it yesterday and someone was occupying you it. You should like, have like a little, they should have like a little button where you can like place an order from right. the cafe and Starbucks and they bring it back to you, but there should be like a little window they can shove it through so they don't have to bother mm-hmm. you. You can call. There's a Starbucks number. Hey. I'm be like, so, you know, I'm just down the- Target insider scoops from Jenna. She used to work there. <laughs> she would always roll up on me like, cause she's smaller as a person and she's like quick. So I would be shopping and all of a sudden she'd be right next to me. She'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> so she knows all these Target insiders. Yeah. I like it. What has been like, has there been anything eye opening to you? Like, I didn't know this was going to happen when I had a baby. Um, like real talk. Well, everyone always talks about like, oh, I didn't know I could love so much, somebody so much until I had this kid. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And like, I felt that with the twins and with Caden. And then when I had him, I'm like, oh, yeah. Which are your sister's like. kids. P.S. DJ is your yeah. first baby. But right. Caden and um, the deuces are your sister's babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I love them to death. And then living in the house with them, I'm like, oh. I love you guys. I do anything. And then for him, I'm like, I will mother bear somebody. Yeah. Like maul you in the streets. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. And or, he hasn't even really done anything, you know, mm-hmm. like he can roll his head side to side. Yeah. But, or like when people keep forgetting about me at doctor's offices, multiple ones. Yeah. Pediatrician, midwife, you know, regular GP, they all forget about us. And we just be sitting in the rooms forever. I'm like, Hey, I got to feed this kid. You know, you want to, and they're like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, no, seriously. Like let's do something about it. And they're like, Oh, okay. let's get it together. Let's get yeah. it together. <laughs> so what, what are some of the, I guess you can say the side effects to these overpressurized standards, these constant judginess. What has that done to a mom who, even though, even though you may feel like you have it together, you have, you've made these decisions for your child. What has that done to the foundation of your motherhood? What has it done to you? Um, I think it makes me more aware of my actions and how it might impact him or just future decisions that might involve him or not so much. Like, you know, the whole vaccinations thing in Washington state, like that has me a little on edge because, you know, we have to fly around that way to get to Hawaii in a few months. And I'm like, no one better be on that flight that has, has not been vaccinated. And like, just things like that. It's like making sure I'm doing the best for him so that he can do the best for the world later. Do you feel like it's made this experience less enjoyable to have to just deal with other people? Uh, somewhat. 
Because then you have to think about, like, okay, when my kid starts going to school, like, is little Timmy going to mess things up and be sick? And then he gets sick and it's going to be a snowball effect or, like, it's just why doesn't everyone think about making the the world better than what it is right now? Right. Right. It's like it starts with your kids at a young age. Listen, early and often. That's Mm -hmm. something that, you know, you have to understand is the earlier and the often things that happen for your child or how they're going to impact the world. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I definitely understand um, the mom guilt and the pressure side of it. And people always say, oh, I can't wait for this to get easier. I can't wait for this to get better. Newsflash, it doesn't. It just ebbs and flows and becomes different. Yeah. So and you learn to adjust. 100%. For me, on this side of the table, now, mind you, you have a two-month-old. I have, my eldest biological is 15. My eldest stepson is 17 years old. There's so many other things. It's one thing when you're like, I really want to make the choice to breastfeed. I really want a cloth diaper. It's another thing when you're like, hey, I want you to get a good education. Mm -hmm. How are you dealing with relationships? What do you understand about your part in society? Teaching them to be humble versus taking. It doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. And there's still someone that's going to judge you. Right. And I think for our lives, being a military family, you deal with a bunch of different cultures and backgrounds. And I feel like sometimes you get judged more just because it's like, you know, people in the Midwest do things different than people in the South, but then you have different races that have different cultures and it's just so much. But I also like it because you can learn a lot. So so many different people. Right. So we've lived in Japan and we've lived in Korea. We did two months in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, go on, go on and explain to the people why you only lived for two months in Florida as a pregnant woman, newly married, ready to settle down stateside. So, you know, we survived all like the tsunamis and earthquakes of Japan. And then we did Korea, 48 miles from North Korea. We survived Mm -hmm. that. We get to Florida, you know, we're going to put our feet in the sand, just, you know, coast for a while. And then, you know, Hurricane Michael decided otherwise. Boom. Right. (laughs) The same week that all of our stuff arrived. So that's all floating. Some shark and the little snakes probably enjoying our house right now. But (laughs) so we're back up in here Louisville for a little bit, but the military is nice. And now we're headed to Hawaii. I mean... I, I can see the negative, but yeah. I, coming up, I mean, I'm going to have to come visit. That's just right. a non-negotiable. It sounds way too much fun. I know. And we're right next to the airport. So it's not like you have to wait a long time and we can just head to the beach or a volcano. If you got some anger, throw some stuff in there. You know. <laughs> well, little volcano anger trip. That's yeah. fine. I've already planned that out in my head. And I was like, if we get in fights, whatever I need to declutter is going in the volcano. Yeah. But like, you're going to Marie Kondo directly into a volcano. Yes. That's smart mm-hmm. because it's probably better for the environment. Right. Yeah. Well, I personally am extremely proud of you. You have taken motherhood by the horns and done amazing. I've seen you quite a few times since you had this little peanut and Mm -hmm. you just, your demeanor has always been kind of chill and laid back. (laughs) You're like, you're like the black Daria in my my thought (laughs) processes that you've always reminded me of just like, this is just how it's going to be, but you're super snarky and I love it. And you've taken this baby and you've been like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Your pregnancy, you know, through everything that you've done has just been for his best interest, for your best interest. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Hats, hats off, hands down. You are amazing. And you need to be told that on a regular basis. I appreciate that. Keeping a human alive is not easy. It's not. People need to understand that. So with that, we do want to make sure that if you're, if you're a mom and you're over here just, you know, facing all of these pressures constantly, do a check. See where you are in your mental self. Realize that these people aren't raising these babies. You know what is best for this baby, hands down. I've had, with me being a newborn photographer, I sit in the studio on a regular basis with fresh new moms and dads who are overwhelmed and inundated with other people's 
thought processes, expectations, mm-hmm. and it is wearing them out. Be a support. Mess around and make a meal. Go and clean up a bathroom. Offer to offer to help do whatever is necessary without interjecting what it is you want on them. And then if, if something is going wrong, do a you check. If it takes some you time, see if there's somebody that can help you out. If there's not, heck, call me. I'll come over and hang out for a couple of minutes and yeah. see if I can't hold a baby and just give you a second. Find a way to make sure that you take care of you so that you can take care of that baby and you can take care of your family. Yeah. For me, sometimes it's as simple as like just going to Target and walking around by myself. Without without a baby, without a husband, <laughs> right. without somebody telling me that I'm on a timeline. Right. But well, your boobs always tell you yeah. you're on a timeline. That's yeah. my time clock. I'm like, oh, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's a phenomenal thought process to really focus in on mom guilt and say, hey, this is a problem that we really need to face mm-hmm. and talk about and make sure that you're not a part of the problem. Yeah. One thing, though, um, this new fit for mom thing, I mean, it might not be that new. It's new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joy was doing it and I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. That's your little fit for group. mom. This is like, like uh, a workout classes. So okay. there's like I do the stroller stride so you can take your kid with you and the workouts revolve around them. So you might do like your squats and then you do peekaboo with them or just different oh, things. Cute. You can interact with your child while you're still getting a workout and with a bunch of other moms who understand that you have extra baby weight or just get it (laughs) or your kids losing in the middle of the workout and they're like you know what I'll take a kid for a little bit we'll run around and so when she was telling me about I'm like "Eh, I'm not that kind of mom but Mm -hmm. I've gone a few times and I'm like I could do this and like when I'm huffing and puffing and everyone's passing me by they're still kind of like you got this. You're only two months postpartum. And I'm like, oh, yay. Like <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone's someone encouraging me because I feel like I'm like failing at this. But they're like, no, you got this. Like right. I wasn't even doing it at that point. I'm like, I just, you know, I want to feel better about myself, feel human. Yeah. And not feel like I'm like a milk cow. <laughs> I mean, listen, I was a dairy farm. I feel you. <laughs> One thing that I did read the other day that was that, that kind of put the the hammer to the nail it said that don't let the world reduce you down to extra baby weight Mm -hmm. realize that your body formed and and made another human being who's going to go out into the world and do something like stretch marks be doggone abdominal muscles may be a little loose you you made a person and for the world to say something as simple as well she hasn't lost that baby weight like the reduction of character that that is Mm -hmm. is is ridiculous that that was what we have allowed to happen oh i'm all for it work out as long as you're doing it for you and you feel good but just like can we take a moment and relax on the fact that it we don't expect anything else to not cost us something. Mm-hmm. Your body's going to need a little bit of, a little bit of love to right. be able to put it into another person. And I've got my mom stripes going all up in my stomach. And hey, I'm like, I thought like I, I got in a fight him. with a Bengal tiger. You know? Yeah. And now I see him and I'm like, I did that. Yeah. I earned those. You grew a baby. Right. But like when he's 18, I'm like, this is what you did to me. Yeah. I'm going to need you to pay for that tummy tuck now that I'm done with that part. Right. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> all right. So before we move on, we're going to have the break real fast moment. The break real fast moment is really simple. It's all about what happens here at the Fisher Thompson compound of foolery. So you see my Facebook on a regular basis, I believe. Um, Do you have a favorite Fisher Thompson story or something that I've put up that you're like, every time I think about this, I pretty much almost pee on myself because everything about your family is ridiculous. If not, trust me, I can pull from the archives. (laughs) But sometimes people have it in their minds that they're like, I read this once and I knew that either we had to be best friends or there was something genuinely wrong with you. 
Well, I mean, from the day that I met you, there was already like the connection. But I think the most recent one was just the twins being out without their coats. Because it's like, mm. I used to live that life a little bit. And then I was like, eh, what am I doing to myself? And then when you move to northern Japan and you're like, I'm not about that life. No. Like, coats are everything. Yeah. But I just. It's like polar vortex cold yeah. all the time. And like I worked at a high school and you'd have to walk from one building to the next. And I was like, where's my coat? Where's my thermos? Where's my like portable space heater and just thinking about them being out there it's just like yep I don't get I it about that. and so I, I am a I am definitely a fan of them closing school when it's ridiculously cold mm-hmm. because I know that my little privileged brats don't wear their coats so there's tons of children who don't have yeah and yeah sure it's not that bad if you've got on a full head to toe get up with scarves and boots mm-hmm. and there are kids standing outside in thin tennis shoes a hoodie a t-shirt and they're freezing to death and it's just not okay so you know for the um, governor who shall go unnamed who now should go by nitwit governor thank you uh <laughs> al roker for that one to say something like this is what's making us soft is that these kids aren't you know they don't have to, every time they first adversity we just shut school down no your kids get picked up by the cops and escorted to the back door of some private school like don't front me like that but mm-hmm. yeah my children decide every single day like at this point i'm having to hide their hoodies on cold days and you know confiscate their hoodies so that they will wear their coats yeah when I worked at a elementary here in Louisville, there'd be kids outside just running around in a hoodie. I'm like, aren't you cold? And they're like, yeah, that's all I got. And I'm like, as much as I hate being cold, like take my coat. So yeah. then they look ridiculous running, but I'm like, you're warm. Right. But there's 30 kids and one of you. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to keep that in mind that it's not just about us, but thank you for bringing that to my memory. It's been warm <laughs> the last couple of days. I have a little PTSD at the thought of them oh. standing on the bus stop, just looking like orphans and I'm at mm-hmm. home in my bed. And that's another part of mom guilt. Does anybody see my kid and think, Oh, what a terrible parent that their kids right. are out here in 30 degree weather or with no clothes losing on. losing it. Like you're not doing your best. And I'm like, oh, thanks friends. Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Doing the best we can. So we're going to move forward with, what would you rather? Would I rather? Would you rather? So I've got five quick questions for you. Okay. You just get to answer. Would you rather? It's so much fun. You're going to enjoy it. So Jenna, would you rather explore space or deep ocean? Space. Hmm. Nice. Oh, somebody's dead. Okay. I hope not. Anywho, um, would you rather have magic powers but have to stay silent about them or live in a world where everyone had magic powers and you weren't very special, but you could still use them? Um, I'd like to keep quiet about it. Yeah. You know how many tricks you can play or just, Facts. you know. You know how many lotteries you can win? Just mm-hmm. stockpile? Just go through life coasting. Boom. No one knows. You're a genius. Roller coaster or water park? Water park. You don't do roller coasters? Oh, no. <laughs> like at all? Thanks to my sister. Oh, no. What What does she do? 1998. Oh, no. Oh, you it. just flashed back. Oh, yeah. This is bad. Yeah. It was like looking at the roller coaster. I'm like, is that the one? No. Is that the one? No. I'm like, but the line seems, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. Get on it. It's the, it's the it's beast. The, oh, at King's Island. Your oh. first one. Oh, yeah. She's not fair. Not about that life. To the point where I was trying to get out. Like, I'd try to stand up and no. then it would swoosh down. And so then I'm really panicking. I'm like, I'm going to walk down. She's like, you can't. I'm like, I'm walking. I'm going to get off this roller coaster. And I'm going to walk back. And she was like, <laughs> how? And I'm like, I don't know. And 1998, yeah. the day mm-hmm. it all ended. That's yeah. fair. Thanks. Thanks a lot, sis. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Would you rather make something come alive just by drawing it? Or draw something or someone and be able to make them disappear by erasing it. What do they do to me? Whoa, whoa. See, you took that. Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer, you went way left with that. 
It doesn't even have to be a person. Okay. Okay. So let's start over. <laughs> Would you rather have the ability to make something come to life just by drawing it or make something, I'll stick with something, disappear by drawing it and erasing it? I think make something come to life. Yeah. Let's stick with that because you sound dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be incredible. Well, you have to imagine, like, today's a rainy day, so you know how people drive when it rains. Yeah, you just so, want to erase their cars mm-hmm. and call it a day. You know, just <laughs> move your car out of the way. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, I grew up, my parents were big Star Trek fans, and so, like, Jean-Luc Picard walking up and being, like, Earl Grey hot, and it just materializing right there. Mm-hmm. If we had, like, I knew that by the time I was in my 30s, that's all we would have to do. Like yeah. they would take blood just by holding something up to my skin. I'm still getting picked, pricked with needles in 20, almost 2020 people. What's going on? Yeah. But now they're doing the barcodes where you can like clock into work and you put it on your that's skin. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. As much as I want technology to happen, I also don't want to have a barcode on my body. Right. That movie Justin Timberlake did in time. Nah, fam. <laughs> nah, that was too much for me. Yeah. I wasn't ready. All right. Um, would you rather be your husband or your sister for a day? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I was my husband, I could understand where his mindset is when we argue. Facts. But my sister, I'm mm. like, she has a nice paycheck. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'll just clear out her bank account and then the next day go right. back to being me. I'd be like, I don't know what happened to that money. That's crazy. Just, yeah. Did you feel weird yesterday? I don't know. Maybe just to see, to see their mindsets. Mm-hmm. So then maybe in the future I can be like, oh, I see where they're coming from when we have these arguments and maybe they won't be an argument mm-hmm. or just to see like how the things I stress about and they don't. I'm like, oh, so which one? Hmm. I think it'd probably be Joya. Oh, you'd have to pick the sister. Yeah. Mm. But then I'd get the upper hand because I'm like, oh, that's what you're mad about. Let me fix that real quick. <laughs> so now that we know what you would rather, we're going to move on to your second topic, which it was funny because when I got it and it just said adventures, <laughs> I was like, mm, this could go anywhere. So we've got your mom adventures. What mm-hmm. other adventures are we talking about? Like, what is adventurous in your life? Um, you know, constant moving, mm-hmm. military life, the nomadic life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're going to Hawaii by the end of March. So that's a new adventure. So that entails new housing, potential new friends, mm-hmm. new environments, and just preparing for all that. Because I, I don't know, I told myself I'd be adventurous. And then I was like, eh, no. And then... I met my husband. I'm like, oh, wait, that's a real thing. And that's what we're about to do for the Mm -hmm. rest of our life. Um, So just, I don't know, being adventurous outside of my bubble. Because I definitely love my bubble. But it's weird because, like, with picky eating, I'm very picky when it comes to American food. Okay. But when it comes to, like, anything else, I'm like, let's do this. Let's try it. Let's try it. Minus squid in Japan. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Anything that looks like it might move. Not even Mm -mm. it. But, you know... So I'm excited for that aspect of it because there's so many cultures mm-hmm. and so many different people that come to Hawaii, whether it's military life or just for something different. So I like those adventures, but it's just the, the pushing myself to be like, okay, you have to be social. And now that I have a kid, it's just like, now what you happens if mom. your kid's like super extroverted? Yeah. Then what are you going to do? Yeah. That gives me a high anxiety. I'm like, I have to talk to that person's mom. Like, or going to like sporting events and cheering with other people and I'm like I have to sit near you and talk and, oh, no. and it's like I don't know I'm the type that will observe first and then after a few times then I'll jump in and talk to you but I'm usually not the type that's like hey I'm Jenna what's up like let's be friends and I'm like eh, are you weird like me Do you go to Target <laughs> what's your weirdness scale yeah, yeah so those kind of things so I get excited about adventures but then I'm kind of hesitant like 
uh, this could easily go the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kind of excited this time. That's cool. See? I realized something a couple a couple months ago, actually, as an extreme extrovert, because that's what I qualify as. I have so many introverted friends. Yeah. I don't even know why. I don't we know why. We gravitate I, to you. Why? Like, because I'm like, let's do extroverted things. And they're like, that's dumb. Yeah, like this. Like, <laughs> like hop on my podcast. And you're like, so other people can hear me. I'm like, well, I mean, I, what? Yeah. You want me just me to listen to it? Because that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, hmm. How about that? But I did it because it pushes me out of my comfort zone. Out of your comfort zone. zone. Yeah, like joining Order of the Eastern Star. That's something that I wouldn't have ever done, but I was just like, I don't know anybody, and I wouldn't be able to wave at somebody. Yeah. And then it ended up being more. So now I have best friends all over the world now, and it's just like, oh, it's only because I pushed myself a little bit more. So that's what I'm excited for this next adventure, but we'll see what happens. So would you sign up? I was There's another extremely introverted friend I have, and I talk to her on a regular basis. I'm pretty much the only person she talks to on the phone. Everybody else, she's like, I just text. I don't know why I talk to you. You're insane. I'm like, I don't either. It's fine. So I told her, I said, what would you do if you had to sign up for 24 hours with Kenesha? But like the caveat is I get to decide everything we do. Um, Does that sound absolutely terrible to you? No. Like, but you can't do anything introverted. So this oh, is so where I have to talk right away. Well, this is where the story <laughs> came from. She's in the store mm-hmm. and she's probably gonna kill me. She's in the store and she says, I don't remember what size pants I have on. And I said, well, just pull them down and look. She's like, I'm in the middle of a store. I was like, nobody's, by the time you pull them down enough to see, look, and pull them back up, nobody's really going to notice. Yeah. I'm not saying moon everybody, pull your drawers down all the way to your ankles. Just look. And she's like, you're insane. You're insane. Uh, I'm like, I'm not insane. I said, see, if we had this day, I would just like, that's what you'd have to do right then and there. She, so she had gone all the way to the fitting room, checked her, checked her pants, came back out, and then couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, there's, but she's like, why would you even suggest that? I'm like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I can do things like that. And I'm like, eh, it's your other people's eyesight. I see it all the time. So yeah, I'm like, my butt. I got eye insurance. I'm good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I burn my retinas, it's me. It's fine. Right. So things like that don't bother yeah. me. It's just more of like being social with a bunch of people that like already know each other. And then I'm the oddball mm, out. Yeah. Or if it's just like, the workout class when I first came, even with Joya there, I was just kind of like, there's a lot of people here I don't know. And I'm just like, I have to eventually talk to you guys. Or when we'd run laps, they like ask these questions. Well, you can't talk so while you're running laps. Like They do. Oh, no. And I'm all like, um, yeah, I'm from. I've got asthma. Yeah, I'm like. That's uh-uh. not good. I'm like, that's a whole other task that I have not achieved yet. But they will like ask you questions and you got to talk to them. And I'm like, someone's going to ask me a question and they're trying to be friendly. But I'm like, I just kind of want to run and survive and not fall out like that's amazing to me like that's absolutely opposite of the way that I work and I find it I've always wondered like how is it to be an introvert I'm sure introverts think the same thing but what if you had to like have on earbuds all day and I just told you like what to do where to go I'm the person who starts conversations in elevators I'm sure most people cannot stand me for that I'm in the corner like don't like if I could face the corner and not look at anybody I would but I would like if you got on an elevator with me and I didn't know you I'd be like I really like your glasses and I'll, I'll respond back. I'm like, thanks. And then that, that's, that's the it. end of it. That's it. And I'd be like, like, or I might be like, hey, I got it at da da da. Especially, yeah. you know, if it's my favorite place, I'll yeah. tell you. I'm like, Target, hey. clearance aisle, better go quick. Like, But then you're like, press the button, press the button, yeah. get off the and elevator, don't let this go. I push the button when I get in. I yeah. hit my number and I, like, I'm like, nope. <laughs> this is so low, full. I am the weight capacity, no one else. 
you're holding down the door yes. close button. I've had so weird. I didn't carry and I accidentally shut the door on an old man. I didn't know. Oh, goodness. I couldn't see him. Oh, he was short goodness. and I was like, mm, whoops. And I'm short too, so you know that's bad. It, well, that that is it's short people need to stick together yeah. like at some point you all might have to use each other to get stuff on the tall shelves if all us tall people try to you know end your lives that'd be terrible i just wait for a tall person to walk by and i'm like can you grab and then i'm me? that tall person in the yeah. grocery Most you know how many old people i get stuff why do they put all the old people stuff on the top shelf i, I get stuff from the top well shelf. not you but just <laughs> like <laughs> nobody else is eating like pickle beets out of a can stop putting them on the top shelf i understand I that marketing you want the things that people want right in the mm-hmm. middle the old people are struggling put them on the right. bottom stop making me get them there's a few things um when we'd be in the commissary which is the military grocery store mm-hmm. um they'd be at the top and i know exactly where they are and so when that tall person would come by i'm like it's next to the blue box and i was like it seems like someone bought two or three of them but i know it's right there and they're like how do you know this i'm like i already jumped to look i know it's there <laughs> So if you could just reach back there and grab it and they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, legit, I know it's there. I did the check. The adventures in short days, short lives. That's amazing. (laughs) So, okay, let's stay on adventures. What would be, you've done so many adventures, like in the last five years, being married and traveling the world that you probably thought that's not something I thought I would do. Now you've got the adventure of having a baby, adventure of going and living on this big island what's an adventure that is on like what's your top three adventures that are still on your list of things to check off i don't know i really want to travel travel to ireland it's just always been in my head of like that's the place to go right it's not even a beach or anything i'm just like just ireland ireland yeah i mean the um, scenery is gorgeous yeah yeah so and then fish and chips you have to do that in ireland you have to it's yeah. a thing um what else i don't know i'd like to have a what is it uh all expense paid trip somewhere just somewhere just... where you can just ball out, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Have you been on a cruise yet? No. That was a that was an experience last. That was an adventure that yeah. we took last year. I know a lot of people have done it. I just haven't ever. But now I hear about these like river cruises, and I'm like, I might like that better. What is this? So you can go to more ports, and you stay, and you can visit more. Okay. I don't know. You'd have to ask Joya. I'm actually She's about that life. I'm just learning. Joya's about a lot of lives mm-hmm. that we're just not about yet. It's yeah. fine. We'll be grown ups one day. Right. You just wait. I'm like, I'm getting We're drinking clothes. milk. We'll get there. Yeah. I'm like, I get your clothes and I learn from this and that, how to like be posh. Now I just need to Super get to that fancy. level of being able to do trips. Super fancy. And be like, guess where I went and had this great wine. I'm like, wow. I had a red wine. I, don't know. I got mine from Kroger Wine and Spirits. Right. Boom. It was like $11. Like- <laughs> mine says, my sippy cup says mom juice. Friend of mine got it for me. It's the best thing I've ever gotten. So <laughs> I think everybody needs to just have an adventure. So to everybody listening, that's what I want you to email or Facebook or Instagram, whatever this week. What's your top adventure? Like what's on your list of things to do? You didn't give me your last one. You got to give. So you said cruises and trips cruises, and all trips. that stuff. Um, what's something a little outlandish that's out of your personality, out of your comfort zone? I don't know. I tell myself I'm going to like zip line or do something really spontaneous, but then I'm like my life. And now I have I'd a like child. I'd like to stay alive. Yeah. yeah, these are these are absolute fun weights. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The second you have a baby drop out of your body, all of your crazy spontaneous goes out the window because you're like, oh, I got to stay alive. I didn't have much of it beforehand, but now with him, it's kind of my scapegoat. I'm like, I can't I, do I can't that. Do I have that. a kid. Like, <laughs> uh, and then like all my kids now, or I'm almost like five years away from, uh, you know, you're almost a grown up. I can start living vicariously. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. So you, if you didn't have, you know, a tiny dependent. What is something outlandish that you're like, darn if I do, darn if I don't? I don't know. Like, <laughs> it would probably never happen, but I would really want to, like, 
walk a bridge over a volcano. Whoa. I think that's, I don't know. There's some weird fascination. That's, that's one heck of a pedicure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get all the dead skin off. All, Maybe some of the live skin too. I mean, it's going to be a lot of live skin. <laughs> Singed edges. Like I your, needed that haircut. Your beautician's like, what did you do exactly? But like, girl, listen. I just, saw it Just off trim these and call it a day. Yeah. Volcanoes are amazing to me. They are. I think they're just magnificent how they can just be there and then it can just go away. You're going to live on an island with volcanoes. But what I'm nervous about is that we're going to get there and one's going to erupt and get our house. <laughs> like, just our house. You're just going to wait three months this time. Yes. Hurricane ones. Everywhere you go, like a natural disaster follows you. We're just going to go ahead and say that's not yes. going to happen. Put that out into the atmosphere. This is going to be the most boring, phenomenal transition of your life. So. And you're just going to be able to enjoy it all. And there's gorgeous flowers and there's so much food and the fish are great. And the sharks. Well. A little shark going to come find me. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> you're not staying on, on, on the same page as me. Tag on it. Well. Let's go ahead and do your breakfast breakdown. All right. So the breakfast breakdown is just a couple of questions just to get to find out a little bit more about you. Um, just to see kind of what your life is like. So what is your favorite Disney movie and what is your favorite non-Disney movie? Um, I always fall back on Lion King, but me, the me, catch me, me, is me. I like it more in the play than I actually do the movie now. I just talked about this probably last podcast. What is up with all these live actions of shows we've already seen? Oh, no, I can't do all this. Appreciate but, it. Like the Broadway of yeah, Lion King, the play is phenomenal, and I love it. I have a friend that used to play in one, and he he used to play Scar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, seems like he should play Scar in like real life. Yeah, all Disney villains have to say "fool" at least once per show. <laughs> you fool, and that's yes. how you know that they're the villain. It's good to hear. Uh, my so, favorite non-Disney. Yeah, you can watch it over and over. The Harry Potter series. That makes sense. I knew that you were a Harry Potter mm-hmm. kid. I I wish that I had like the tenacity to sit through some of these series because you got the Hunger, Hunger Games and Divergent and you know Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and all these things that people watch. But like the second episode, I'm like, wait, that person's still alive? I thought that, hold on, because I already don't watch enough TV to mm-hmm. kind of stay in tune with it. But yeah. I'll watch the first one and be like, that was great. Well, I've read all the books and then did the movies. And of course, you know, it, you can go, turn the TV on at any given time, and Harry Potter's probably on yeah, one of these channels chance. and things. Um, but it, it's not even so much about the witchcraft of it or just – it's what you can learn from it. So, like, you know, the friendships mm-hmm. and just, I don't know. The, the, life characters, the yeah. characters are amazing. Yeah, and I'm like, some of it now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I really sat here and watched this this many times. But at the same time, it draws you in every single time. How many other things can make seven movies out of anything? Right. And now they're doing Fantastic Beasts. And I'm like, yes. Now I have something to look forward to as an adult. All the things. <laughs> so do you make your bed every morning? No. <laughs> do you make it ever? Sometimes. Okay. I might even be lazy and throw the whole sheet over the pillows. And I'm like, oh, you know. It's made. A little modern something bed like making. <laughs> there you go. What do you love the smell of that's not food? Mm. Ooh, those big, thick markers permanent markers oh that's that's Fresh dangerous one. yeah mm-hmm. smells like paint but like you can take it with you yeah that's dangerous or uh elmer's cement glue or rubber cement yeah so okay when i was pregnant like the smell of tires was the best thing i ever smelled and then they painted my foot like the hallway in my apartment complex and i would yeah. just walk really slow and my ex-husband was like so the baby's gonna have no brain cells is that what you're telling me <laughs> good chance good chance he's absolutely just seared because yeah. i'm smelling paint all the way up the steps when i was pregnant it was a little bit of like the what is it the little sheets dryer sheets Ooh. and then epsom salt 
That's a weird combination. Yeah, but, but not together. Oh, like, I just like, just both, like of both of those, those, and then I like to like swish it around mm. the salt. I'm like, I don't know. The whole combination of it was just very euphoric for me. And I'm like, that makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. When you're pregnant, your body does all kinds of silly stuff. <laughs> if you were a superhero, what are your powers? Mm. Maybe to just not so much fly, but just to be like teleport. Okay, teleportation. Mm-hmm. Get there really quick. Or mind reading. So you're like people said you're like Jean Grey, but also the Flash. Yes, I love the Flash. Yeah, I could see that. Because David, and then I found out that's not really his favorite superhero, and I'm like, all the work I did to try to woo you and learn about this character, and he's not your favorite. What's his favorite? Thanos. Really? Mm -hmm. But it's fitting for him now. Makes sense. Yeah. What's your least favorite chore? Hmm. Laundry. Oh gosh. (laughs) Especially when it's those. Fitted sheets, yeah. Uh, just give up on fitted sheets. I don't. I don't even think that we should have. I think you, they should be the way to fold them is to put them into a ball angrily and oh, shove them into the shelf. And anyone that can actually fold them correctly, I'm like, we can't be witchcraft. Friends. Yeah, straight witchcraft. Yeah, I'm like, how they probably have a Ouija this? board. Mm-hmm. So right now in my basement, um, yesterday, day before yesterday, I went down there and we came home from our cruise first of December, and I was. I did laundry on the cruise, made sure that everything I washed before we came home, had it folded, organized. I felt so accomplished. So we come home, I get my face kicked in because I'm trying to get through all of the pictures for Christmas, get people's pictures turned around, had daycare pictures, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So little did I know, my children were downstairs ruining my life and just going through the packed stuff, wearing it, putting stuff on the floor. So over the course of the last two months, every single article of clothing we had was just in piles on the floor in the basement i was i'm losing my mind every time i go in the basement i'm just Mm -hmm. like this isn't gonna work so two nights ago i went down there i dumped everything off every single table every single basket i emptied it put up three tables like 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 horseshoe style Mm -hmm. put all the baskets numbered the baskets put labels on them for who had what sorted all of our clothes and just started from the right and just started doing all the laundry you would think that I am doing laundry for an entire, like, small nation. Yeah. I'm over it. There's too many clothes. Why do we, I, everybody's going to get, like, two shirts, a pair of pants, socks, three underwear, make it work. That's how I felt. Like, so David was able to go down to our house in Florida and grab what he could that mm-hmm. didn't get damaged. But even then, I was like, oh, no, we are, like, OxyGuard, all, whatever yeah, I can find. Yeah, you have to. Like, yeah, it was like, there's no way, especially because we had baby stuff down there and I just felt like I was swimming in clothes and I was like I don't want to do clothes Ugh. ever again and then with him I'm like how many socks and onesies and the whole spitting up and then peeing all over the place because you know yeah. I'm not a boy so boy I don't life. think about how the flap has to go down when you put a diaper on boy life so, is real yeah <laughs> so laundry I'm just like if it could all just disappear I might just move to a Least nudist colony <laughs> And I'm fine with that. <laughs> Team Nudist Colony. Well, thank you so much for coming to talk to me and bringing me your cute baby to love on. It's been an absolute joy. Um, anything that you have going on as far as contacting you, I'll have you put it in the, uh, just we'll write it out there. If anybody wants to follow you on Instagram, you have a handle on Instagram that you want to put out there? No. She's like, nope. I'm in- Did you not hear the part about me being introverted, Kanisha? Yeah. Don't actually follow me. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you're listening to this, she didn't want you to hear it in the first place. Keep that in mind. <laughs> well, you know that you can always reach out to the pilot uh, to the podcast um i almost said potluck podcast that's my boy lj and uh Brittany's podcast because they're amazing 
it's just second nature because I listen to it every day. But the Pancake Podcast, you can reach us on Makey Pancakes Podcast on Instagram, Makey Pancakes Podcast at gmail.com. Yell at me on Facebook. Let me know we're on there too. If you have any questions, if you want to tell me about your great adventures, if you want to talk about some mom guilt, you're dealing with some stuff, you're like, this is ridiculous. Let me know what you think. What are your thoughts? And thank you again, Jenna, for coming in and sharing all of your, your great uh, subjects about what's going on in your life. Thanks for having me. And have a great trip to, to Hawaii. Keep me posted. All the pictures. You don't have to send them to, on Facebook, but definitely oh, no. send me some. I want to yeah. see them. It'll be good. Well, I better see you there soon. Uh, I, I don't know about soon because, you know, I do have 7,000 children. Uh, and we're doing college tours now. Like, I have to go on college tour with the boy and figure out where he's going to school. Hawaii. Right. Yep. So. And I keep my eye on him. There's that, so I'm going to drag that base all the way across waters to get him down there. We'll see what happens. He might just come live with you until he's <laughs> ready to go to college. Anywho, well, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's always a joy to have you. And just remember, when life gets you down, pour a little cheer up on your pancakes. Take it easy.